message. I'm just going to give you uh, a quick thing that I felt like the Lord uh, spoke to me. Thank you, Justin. Let's give the worship team a big hand clap for precedent. Don't you just love it that our worship team doesn't give up? They don't just sing the one, two, three songs, and then that's it. They're done. But they press in because they want to hear what God is saying. They want to get the heart of the Lord. And they want also, they, they believe in that people in that congregation are receiving prophetic words. And so uh, just, again, a big hand clap to our worship team. And a big hand clap to Crystal. Crystal, thank you so much for, for heading up. Uh, there you are, heading up the, the prophetic conference and taking the admin lead on that. And just like, she's like the lieutenant man she got us going and I got tasks to do and I'm like oh Jesus and every time I see her you know I'm like oh my god I was supposed to do like eight things and I hope she doesn't ask me if I did any of those eight things and anyway but she's so nice and she's like you're gonna get that done right and I'm like I am I promise but if you haven't registered for our Spark Prophetic Conference, the Lord uh, gave me a dream right before the new year, uh, and, uh, and he showed me something about uh, a revival that was going to be, uh, I feel like, is coming uh, to our region, uh, even as we were praying this morning, and uh, Pastor Timothy kept saying, the scepter of the Lord, the, G, the people in this region are going to have uh, Jesus encounters like Paul had on the, on the way to Damascus when he was actually going to murder uh, Christians. Isn't it amazing how God can meet you even when you're going to do the wrong thing, that God can still show up because he knows that if he shows you his glory, that everything's that. How many know the glory of God is a game changer? Somebody say, encounter me, God. Some of us need encounters with God. Some of us need God to encounter us, even while we're on the way to do something that we're not supposed to. But I'm telling you, God wants to encounter you. Amen. Somebody got that. Glory to God. Lord, encounter me with your presence. And so as I was just uh, praying, I really uh, just, uh, while we were doing our, our 15 days of prayer and fasting, how many of you joined in with us in some way or some form? Give you a, how many, like, you know, fasted or prayed on the prayer line? It was wonderful. Um, uh, while we were um, doing that, I think it was the last day, because I was really pressing in, because I was like, God, I, you know, I got limitless. I know, like, you know, without boundaries, and it's such a great word, and I've been hearing it come up more and more uh, outside of me and in different circles, but I said, Lord, what else are you doing? Like, give me something for our region. Give me something for us. Give me something for us here right now. What are you doing? I need, I need something more. Have you ever felt like that, like you just need more, that, that you've heard, and you're grateful for what you heard, but God, you say, I'm just taking you through my process, if that's okay. I said, Lord, I just need more. I need more of your voice. I need to hear you. And while we were praying, it was the last day of our praying and our fasting, and the Lord began to speak about unlocking. And he said, Malik, I'm going to begin to unlock things in this region, and I'm going to begin to unlock you, and I'm going to be un un to unlock my people. How many feel like something needs to be unlocked in you? I feel like God wants to unlock potential. He wants to unlock creativity. He wants to unlock uh, abilities. He wants to unlock finances. He wants to unlock resources is we got to stop looking for the government or for a handout and believe that God says that he's uh, that the gold and the silver belongs to him and he can unlock treasures that the world doesn't even know of. Okay, two people, praise the Lord. And so as I just began to seek him and say, Lord, can you just give me a little bit of language that I can go off of this? And he gave me a Galatians. If you look at Galatians chapter uh, uh, three, Galatians chapter three, verse 13 to 14 uh, because this is a, such a fresh download, uh, we're going to probably be speaking from two different uh, translations, but uh, you'll get the gist of it, okay? Uh, pro, uh, Galatians 3.13 says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. The, a curse is an empowerment to lose. And a, a curse will keep you blocked up. A curse will keep you desperate. A curse will keep you limited. 
Um, and so, and, and, and many times we have seen the curse operating in our families. We've seen it operating in our loved ones. We've seen it operating even in nations and even in uh, corporations where they just can't get a breakthrough. But this is so under, wonderful. It says Christ has redeemed us. I mean, he's bought us. He purchased us from the curse of the law and having become a curse for us, for his written curses, everyone who hangs on a tree, that the blessing, somebody say the blessing. Come on, say it like you believe it. The blessing that the, uh, are we, okay. the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. So last week, uh, if you were snowed in and you watched some of the snowed in, I talk about the promises of God. What is the promises of God? Well, it's a declaration. It's a divine announcement over your life of what God wants to do. And when God gives you a promise, he doesn't take it back. There are many people that make promises, have even made promises to me, but the moment stuff gets tough, they're gone. But guess what? God never will leave you nor forsake you. Okay, let me help somebody over here. God will never leave you nor forsake you. The promises of God are sure. The one scripture says, in him they're yes, and in him they're amen. Somebody say yes and amen. Whatever the promises of God, you'll be the head and not the tail, the top and not the bottom, above only and not beneath. My God shall supply all of my need according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Come on, somebody. The promises of God are not just, uh, 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 they're not just for yesterday. They're, he's this God of yesterday, today, and forever. And at any moment, by faith, we can step into the promises of God. We can step into the blessing. I have a whole message about how the blessing is, an, is our advantage as a believer. And I believe that the Lord is saying today that he is unlocking this blessing. He's unlocking uh, this region. And we're going to begin to see the blessing, the promises of God begin to uh, uh, explode in our life. Some of you are going to move into new homes. Some of you are going to move into new positions. Some of you are going to see. And it's all for God's glory so he can get you where he wants you so that you can be a blessing. See, the curse tries to permit you. It tries to stop you. It tries to block you. Why? So that you can't be a blessing to the people that you need to be a blessing to. But Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Christ has redeemed us. And now we can step in by faith through his grace and say, thank you, Lord, that everything you said is mine, is mine. Somebody say, it's mine. Joy is mine. We used to sing a song in the Baptist church. Joy is mine. Joy today is mine. I told Satan. To get thee behind, cause joy today. That's a little bit too high for my for me. I said joy is mine. Look at this, this blessing. What blessing is he talking about? The blessing of Abraham. But to understand the blessing of Abraham, you got to go all the way back to Genesis. Look at Genesis. I hope you got your Bible, your U version, whatever you use. Genesis one twenty eight says this. 128 says, and then God said, let us make man in our own image, according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the bird of the air and all the uh, all, uh, uh, and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creep. I mean, creeping thing that creeps on the earth. You got dominion over creeps. Glory to God. Some of y'all ladies need to take a hold of that. Amen. I was talking to some people. They say these men are creepy. Amen. We rebuke that creepy spirit. And listen, don't settle for a creepy spirit. Amen. Don't let that thing into your house. Don't let it into your phone. Don't let it into your life. Glory to God. Okay, okay. I'm helping somebody. I'm helping some ladies out there. No more creeps in Jesus' name. 2019 will be a year free 
from creeps. Okay. <laughs> I'm a little drunk, y'all. <laughs> I was back there crying earlier. Just, oh, woo, woo! Somebody say, "I love you, Jesus." Come on, come on. All right, here we go. Whoa, I heard that. Mm. Just drink. <laughs> All right, they got it in the front. I don't know about anybody else. This is like, we can really laugh in church? Is that, is, that, is that okay? Is that cool? I mean, I think this is really serious, the word of God. He said, drink deeply, my beloved. Drink, 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 drink. Okay. You can tell I've been hanging with George and Banav. It's like bananas. Okay. So God created man in his own image, in the image of God. He created them male and female. He created them. Then God what did what? He blessed them. Somebody say, blessed. Somebody say, I'm blessed. I know you love when people say, how you doing? They say, I'm blessed. I say, oh, okay. I'm blessed. I, I love to tell that to people when they come to me and say, how you doing? I'm blessed. Because that's how I'm doing. I'm blessed. He said, God blessed them and God said to them, be fruitful. So you got to understand that inside of the blessing, there is something that begins to transpire. There's an activation that begins to happen in our life. And what that is, the blessing causes us to be fruitful, to multiply, to fill the earth, to subdue it, to have dominion over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, over every living thing that moves on the earth. And, and listen, let me say this. When God uh, speaks a blessing over you, it's not just because you sneezed, but he speaks a blessing over you so he can empower you to take dominion and rule. Listen, now, we don't rule over people, okay? We don't lord over people, but we are able, because we are like Christ in the earth, wherever we walk, the atmosphere of heaven has to come wherever we go. Things have to shift. We're no longer under the curse. Whenever we come into a situation, maybe it's a job or maybe it's a community, lack has to go out of the way and, and the kingdom of God is established. Heaven comes. And don't base your experience, don't bla- uh, say, well, this, well, my experience hasn't been that. Well, just come on, keep believing God, it's going to happen. We believe the word. Somebody say, I believe the word of God. And I believe that God is unlocking this. He's he's giving us even fresh revelation on what it means to walk in the blessing and the promises of God, the divine announcement. This was a divine announcement over mankind. Be fruitful and multiply. He's not just saying, I want you to add. He's saying, I want you to multiply. Amen. Somebody look at your wife and say, baby, it's time to multiply. <laughs> Some wife was like, I'm done. This is, this is it. Like we multiply. We've done multiplied and multiplied. <laughs> oh, she said, preacher, she said, I want to multiply. Glory to God. So we see this in Genesis 128. But then look, Genesis 12. Genesis 12. Look at Abraham. So God speaks that. We know what happens. Abraham. Uh, um, uh, Adam falls, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But God's promises still live on. He doesn't forget his promises. And I want to say this. Maybe you made a mistake. Maybe you knew what you was doing. Maybe you've been walking maybe a little bit loosely. I want to tell you that God's promises over your life are still sure. And it's the kindness of God that brings you to repentance. And repentance is not just turning from sin. Repentance, true repentance, New Testament repentance is turning to him. And I can't, I ha- if I turn to him, then I'm going to turn from everything else. So my focus isn't my sin. My focus is not my failure. My focus is not my mistake. My focus is him. 
And in the light of who he is, I become more like him as I draw close to him. And he brings me in with love and not condemnation. Somebody said, that's good. That's good. That's so good. Yeah, I am. I'm trying. Pro- <laughs> I was about to say, Promises chapter 12. Okay, Genesis chapter 12. Now the Lord had said to Abraham, get out of your country. If you never heard my message about get out, you need to listen to it. It's great. Get out of your country from your family and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. And listen to this, verse 2. I will make you a great nation. God doesn't have anything uh, against making you great. So we need to get out of the mindset that I have to be lowly, lowly, poor, and, and just dirt and a worm. No, God wants to make you great so that his name could be known. He said, I will make you a great nation. I will bless you. Somebody say, bless you. I chew, amen, and make your name great, and you shall be a blessing. God wants to bless you so that you can be a blessing. How will people know the love of God if it doesn't come through you? How will they know the peace and the joy and the, and the fulfillment of who God is living inside of a believer if they have never touched you? How will they hear the message if there isn't a preacher? Somebody say, stop, look, I'm not the preacher, you're the preacher. I am a preacher, but you're a preacher. Somebody say, I'm a preacher. You preach with what you say. You preach on how you live. You preach on how you walk. You preach on how you carry yourself. You are a preacher of the gospel of Jesus. And God is saying, I'm unlocking preachers in this season. I'm unlocking those who are going to carry the word of the Lord. Who are going to carry the joy of the Lord. Who's going to carry the peace of God. Who's going to carry the grace. And all the other good stuff that comes with him. Genesis chapter 12. Verse 2, I will make you a great nation. I will bless you, and I will make your name great, and, I, and you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. I will curse him who curses you, and then all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Listen, your whole block should be blessed. Your whole neighborhood should be blessed. I'm already praying. I'm saying, Lord, how are we going to bless our neighborhood? You could just walk around and pray. All I want to say, cover the city. We stopped doing cover the city during the winter months. We're regrouping. We're going to be launching small groups soon as well. So we'll hopefully have a few cover the city small groups where people will be walking around their neighborhood. But stay tuned as we develop that. But I just want to just throw that in there. All right? Because Holly told me if I don't, she's going to come after me. So <laughs> I'm blaming you, Holly. On, on, we got this on recording. Okay. I'm just playing. So look at this, Genesis chapter 12, 1 through 3, we see that God is not for God's promises, and he still, give, he still gives them to Abraham. And now look at this in, in James 1, 22. James 1, 22. James, good old James. What about James Harden? Gosh, he had 48 points last night, guys. This guy, 19 games, 30 points and more. Okay, I'm supposed to be talking about the Bible. Okay, James 1, 22. (laughs) This is not right. Oh, yeah, here it is. James 1, 22. But be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving yourself. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. For he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. Now listen to this. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty. Somebody say liberty. The law of freedom. The law of life. Jesus has redeemed us from the curse. The one who looks into that liberty, whom the Son sets free, is free indeed. And continues in it. 
It's not just one thing to get saved. It's we have to continue in walking in the freedom that Jesus, only Jesus can provide. And it says, and he continues it, and not forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work. This one will be blessed in what he does. So I really just, as I was listening to the Lord, I felt like God said, he's not looking for just hearers. It's wonderful to hear. We need to hear. We need to hear what God is saying, but we need to be doers of the word. We need to live it out in real time. Amen. By the help of his spirit. Now, let's look at this one last one, and then I'm done. Deuteronomy chapter 26. Deuteronomy chapter, sorry, 28. Many of you know this. It's called the blessings on obedience, curses on disobedience chapter. But I really, as I was reading this, I was getting some downloads I just want to give to you. And I just want you to receive this, but ask the Lord, Lord, how can I live this out in real time? How can, one way that you can do it is declare it over your life. See, the enemy wants to put a muzzle over our mouth. He wants us to not say anything. But how many know saying nothing is saying something? Hello? And so God wants us to begin to open our mouth and declare the word of the Lord over our mouth. But how many know this thing, this blessing is voice activated? It has to come out of your mouth. When it comes out of your mouth, it becomes what? A two-edged sword. It's not a two. I heard one guy say the translation as a two-mouth sword. It's not just a two-edged sword like, oh, I'm going to swing a sword. No, it's a two-mouth. It's God speaking and you saying what he says. That causes there to be the difference. Now it shall come to pass in 2019 right here for Relentless. If you diligently obey the voice of the Lord. Your God, observe carefully all his commandments, which I command you to do this day, that the Lord your God will set you on high above all the nations of the earth. And all these, somebody say blessings. Come on, say it like you believe it. Blessing. The blessing is the empowerment to win. It's the enablement of God on your life. It's not just things. It's it's his power. It's his, his substance. It's who he is. It says he shall come upon you and overtake you because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. Now listen to this. It said, blessed will you be when you're in the city and blessed when you go out into the country. And the Lord said that he's unlocking, number one, his voice. He said, if you listen to his voice, I believe that there's a new hearing. Put your hand on your ear if you don't mind and say, Lord, unlock my ear to hear what you have to say. Unlock my spiritual ears that I might hear you in the morning. I can hear you when I go to bed at night that my ears would be unlocked and that my ears would be tuned out from the world and from everything that's happening on the news. But I will be able to hear what you have to say in Jesus name. I believe that God is unlocking his voice and he's unlocking our ears so that we can hear what the word of the Lord is saying. But also, I believe that God is unlocking your influence. He said, I'm going to bless you when you're in the city and when you're out in the country, wherever you go, whatever your sphere of influence looks like, God is going to bless you. God is going to show up in power. God's going to give you a word for the weary in due season. Every place where the soles of your feet touch, God is giving you the land. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus, for the land. Listen, God wants to unlock your influence. Some of you are, you're not operating in the higher levels that God wants you to. And some of that has to do with your own self-talk, the the way that you think about yourself. But I want to tell you that you are an ambassador of Christ. You are a voice from heaven. And God wants to use your voice in this season to unlock people. How many know that when the Father speaks, it unlocks something inside of you? When the King of glory begins to speak his voice, it should unlock something inside of you. And so that same voice should be in your voice. Hello? 
You, when you speak, it should unlock people around you. People should be unlocked to their potential, should be unlocked into what God has called them to do. Hello? Okay. Okay, I'm just saying. You guys okay? Okay. Whenever you are present, God will be present. Whenever you're present, God will be present. The climate will change. Momentum will shift. Disappointment will flee. Talking with a young lady, she said, everyone that comes around me in this season is all, you know, with the government shut down. And I'm, I'm giving out, I'm giving out, I'm giving out hope. And I want to say, keep going. And wherever you're at, keep giving out hope. Be a hope dispenser. Come on, somebody. Be a hope dispenser. Begin to distribute the hope and the love and the glory of God. God wants to unlock his voice. He wants to unlock your influence. He wants to unlock, listen to this, and he said, and blessed shall you be in the city, blessed shall you be in the country, blessed shall be the fruit of your body, the produce of your ground, the increase of your herds, the increase of your cattle, and the offspring of your flock. I believe that God is going to unlock divine health. He's going to unlock divine healing, and he's going to unlock your ability to produce. How many ready for your production level to go up to a whole nother level? It's going to unlock as you know him, come into him, experience him, believe what he says, and step forward in what he's called you to do. Many of you, God has already spoken to you. He's already given you dreams. He's already given you ideas. And now he's saying, step forward and take the risk and watch how the production of my glory comes out of that thing. Just receive it. Amen. He's unlocking you. He's unlocking your family. He's unlocking creativity in your home. In my house, I believe he's unlocking my daughter. He's unlocking Shiel. Y'all watch. In a year, Shiel's going to be up here prophesying. He's unlocking the gifts inside of her. I love this one. Listen to this. Skip down to verse 7. The Lord will cause your enemies who rise against you to be defeated before your face. Somebody say, yes, Lord. I heard a yes on that one. Can I get another yes? (laughs) The Lord will cause your enemies who rise against you to be defeated before your face. They will come out against you one way and flee before you seven ways. I believe in this season God is unlocking your greatest victories. And I want to say this. Some of the greatest enemies are within And God is going to unlock some of your greatest victories. Some of you are going to have your greatest freedom, deliverance sessions, whatever you want to call it. Sometimes it's not even going to be anybody praying over you. You're just going to fall out, and God's going to do the surgery himself. It's going to be your greatest victory. Somebody say, my greatest victory. Come on, 2019, I'm going to see my greatest victories. The things that you couldn't get victory over in the last season, the things that stubbed you up and distracted you and drained you. Come on, somebody. The things that kept you uh, uh, disappointed and discouraged. God said your greatest victories are coming now. He's unlocking it. The enemy, he told Moses, the enemy that you see today, you won't see tomorrow. But it's up for us to believe the voice of the Lord and begin to declare it. Lord, my greatest victories are here. My greatest victory is today. This is the year of my greatest victory. If you can't believe for the year, just say today I'm going to have the greatest victory of my life. 
and begin to declare it and begin to declare it and begin to speak it. And the word of the Lord says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. And as you begin to speak it and as you begin to declare it and say that my greatest victories are here, my greatest victories are here, God will begin to excavate your heart and God will begin to unlock you. And the things that seem to have a hold of you will no longer have a hold of you. And the anointing of God will continue to expand in your life. The anointing is the oil and you'll become too oily that the things that try to hold on to you that have to slip off that have to fall off because you're too oily for that I'm too oily for that I'm too oily for disappointment I'm too oily for anger I'm too oily for bitterness I'm too oily for jealousy I'm too oily for comparison I'm too oily I'm too oily the blessing begins to empower me I'm too oily for that I'm too oily for fear I see it coming. I'm too oily for it. It's not going to affect my heart. My heart rate is not going to go up because of this thing. I'm too oily. Your greatest victory is now. Jesus paid for it with his blood. Somebody say, I'm too oily for that. I want you to write that down. Put it on Facebook. Do something with it. Put it on your mirror. Say, I'm, uh, my greatest victory is today. If you don't put it before your face, if you're not speaking it, you can't expect for it to come to pass. We must be hearers and doers of the word. And this word, baby, is activated, voice activated. Unlock divine health, healing, unlocking ability to produce, unlocking your greatest victory. And this is one that I love, too. I love this one. Verse 8, the Lord will command the blessing on your storehouses. And in all to which you set your hand and he will bless you in the land which your Lord God has given you. Listen, some of you need to open up multiple bank accounts this year. Hello? Some of y'all Monday. Seriously. You need to go ahead and just open it up because God is going to pour a blessing on your storehouse. Some of you guys, you've been you've been waiting to open up your LLC. Do it. Just get the name. Get it. Whatever. Get the bank account open. You're going to be surprised at how God pours out his glory and begins to confirm his word with signs and wonders. He's unlocking treasures. He's unlocking resources for the body of Christ. We're not going to be lacking any any good thing. Somebody say, I don't lack any good thing. Come on, say, I don't lack any good thing. Christ in me, the hope of glory. I don't lack any good thing. Every, Every good and perfect gift comes from what? The f- above, the Father, the Father of lights. I'm not lacking. Somebody say, I'm not lacking. I'm not lacking. I'm not lacking. I'm not lacking. Everything I need, everything that, uh, everything that God, everything I need for the, for the calling and the, and the destiny that God has for me is being, I'm telling you, grab a hold of this. 2019, God is saying limitless. Whatever you believe, whatever you're believing for, he's going to do exceedingly abundantly above whatever you can ask or think. Don't limit God. Don't limit yourself. Hello? Don't limit yourself. Hello? Don't limit yourself. Don't limit yourself. Do not limit yourself. You won't limit yourself if you know that you serve a limitless God. And you know that that limitless God lives inside of you. So guess what? You become limitless. So limitless is not just something. Limitless is someone. And when that someone is living his life through you, you become limitless. You become without boundaries. You become brave. You become bold. Are you getting this? Are you drinking it in? Are you taking it? Somebody say, I'm taking it. All right, I'm going to say one more thing here. 
Listen to this. The Lord would establish you as his holy people to, to himself, just as he has sworn to you. If you keep his command, the commandments of the Lord your God and walk in his ways, then all the people of the earth shall see that you are called by the name of the Lord, and they shall be afraid of you. Should be in awe of you when you walk into the room. <laughs> Everything changes. I know when we sing the song, when Jesus walks into the room, but when you walk into the room, things should change. Atmosphere should change. Healing should begin to break out. Signs and wonders should begin to happen. And it says this, and the Lord will grant you plenty of goods in the fruit of your body and the increase of your livestock and the produce of your ground and the land of which the Lord swore to your fathers to give you. Can I have the worship team come up? The Lord will open to you his good treasure, the heaven. Somebody say his good treasure. His good treasure. You got to take a hold of that. His good treasure, the heavens, to give you the rain, to give the rain to your land in its season and to bless all the work of your hands. You got to be a doer, not just a hearer. You got to put your hand to something. What are you putting your hand to? If you're not putting your hand to what God has called you to put your hand to, it's time to put your hand to the work. It's time to put your hand. That's why we're asking even for volunteers to come for the Spark Prophetic Conference. How can I put my hand to something and see it blessed? Help us at the Spark Prophetic Conference. Help us in the church to uh, further the gospel. Help us. Serve with us. And as we do, as we put our hands to the work, God is going to bless it. How many have been, who was here when we started the church, maybe uh, uh, the first six months of the church? Raise your hand. How many can say, like, that God has blessed this church? And you know why he's blessed? Because people have put their hands to the, how many have been here the last six months? How many have seen growth and change already, in, in, even in the last six months? I'm telling you, God is up to something amazing. And so God is saying he's going to unlock the treasure vaults of heaven over you in this season. Can we just stand up on our feet? I believe that God is going to unlock his voice this morning. He's going to unlock our ears. Thank you for listening to the Relentless DC podcast. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. For more information about Relentless DC, go to www.relentlessdc.com or facebook.com forward slash Relentless DC.